This is your itinerary for travel and photography with your host, Rob Knight. Welcome to your itinerary. My name is Rob Knight, and this is episode 30. My guest today is photographer Chris Smith. Chris is one of the founders of the Out of Chicago Photography blog and the author of The Photographer's Guide to Chicago. Chris is also the man behind the Out of Chicago Photo Conference. It's going to be June 26th through the 28th this year, and he's been generous enough to offer our listeners $100 off if you go to outofchicago.com conference and enter the discount code TWIP. Now, I was in Maine last weekend leading a workshop, and I had a client ask me a question that, that uh, I wanted to mention to you as a listener. And we were talking about what she was trying to shoot, and it was kind of an overcast afternoon this one particular day, and I asked her if she was getting any pictures that she liked, and she said, yeah, it's a shame that the light is so terrible. And that's an interesting point, because uh, I've heard the adage, there's no such thing as bad light, just bad light for what you're trying to shoot. And that was basically the advice I gave her. You know, if you're trying to shoot landscape pictures and it's an overcast day, then you're probably not going to get great results. But if you're shooting portraits on an overcast day, then you're going to get fantastic results. So as a travel photographer, when you're out and about, you know, maybe with limited time on location, instead of worrying about what the light is not appropriate for, learn to see the light and then try to shoot things that sort of fall within that realm, right? If it's an overcast day, then start walking around trying to meet people and maybe make some street portraits. And if the light is beautiful, it's the first part of the day or the last part of the day, and you're you're getting beautiful light and great contrast, then you might want to look for some landscape pictures. Uh, for example, one morning in Maine, there was fog on the bay. And you know if you're trying to shoot a lot of things, then fog is not a great idea. But if you're trying to shoot boats in a harbor, then fog is wonderful. So keep that in mind when you're out and about trying to make some pictures. So here is Chris Smith. Well, welcome, Chris, and thanks for being on the show. Well, thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me. You bet. Now, as a travel photographer, I find a lot of inspiration in the places that I visit, and a lot of that has to do with because they're different than what I see every day. Now, you, on the other hand, obviously find a lot of inspiration basically in your backyard. So, Absolutely. What, what do you think it is about Chicago that makes it such a fun place for you to shoot? Uh, well, I love Chicago. I mean, there's so many great things about it. Uh, to me, my my favorite part is the architecture. I, I think it's it's one of the greatest cities in the world for for modern architecture, and, and that's what I love to shoot. But there's all sorts of things. I mean, you could be a street photographer. You could be, um, you know, shooting in the museums. There's there's tons of stuff to shoot here. But my favorite's the architecture for sure. Right, absolutely. And and do you do you travel much outside of Chicago and shoot or cuz you know so much of your work just revolves around that city? Yeah, no, I really don't. I, I'm originally from Detroit, so I've gotten back there to shoot a few times and that's been a lot of fun, but uh but no, in, in the way that I see it, well, the 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 main reason I don't is that I'm home. I've got a family. We got young kids. I teach high school. I got I kind of got a whole other life going on as well. So it's not so easy to say, "Hey, honey, I'm going to take off to uh, well, I'll say like somewhere like Costa Rica or something like that with you." Uh, but uh, but yeah, so most of what I do is in Chicago. But I've taken on the philosophy, and I think everyone's got to do this with their own city. I've taken on the philosophy of. Kind of like uh, Ansel Adams, you know, people want to, they're like, I want to be like Ansel Adams, but then they travel the world and they try and hit all these different spots. Well, Ansel Adams was known for Yosemite and a couple other places, and he got to know those better than anyone else. So that's what I try and do with Chicago is get to know my hometown, get to know it better uh, than anyone else and, and 
I think that when you stay with one place over and over, you end up getting great photos. You really know it and you get to get there at times when the sun's great or whatever, you know, and, and if someone's traveling, that's hard to do, uh, you know, if they're only here for a couple of days. Absolutely. And and that's a great point. I, I tend to do that with places other than where I grew up for some reason. Um, but like, like Costa Rica, like you mentioned, you know, I go there twice a year, so I definitely know um, you know, more about where to shoot and when to shoot and that kind of stuff in, in that place. It must be really convenient for you to have <laughs> to find that, that same sort of inspiration in your, uh, well, not your hometown, but where you live now. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a combination of the two because, you know, it's like, I'm not from here. So that kind of makes it exciting also, you know, every time I go down there, cause so, so many times I go down and everyone's working down there and they're there every day. And they're like, why's this guy got his tripod and he's shooting out here? It's like, what? And then they turn around they're like, Whoa, that's really cool. I've had people come up to me before and they're like, I've walked by this every day, my entire working career. And I never thought that that would be a cool photo, but that is awesome. So kind of seeing it from an outsider's perspective helps as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that makes you the guy to go to for, uh, you know, photo walks and like your book that I want to talk to you about in a minute and that kind of stuff too. Um, it's, uh, that makes a big difference when you're, you're into it, man. And you're, uh, you're really seeing that stuff, like you said, in different eyes, but also, you know, you've trained yourself on, okay, I know I can go to this spot at this time of day and this, this is the best light. Um, that makes you a really, uh, great resource for people that want to make photos in Chicago. Yeah, no, it's been really fun. I, and I don't do a ton of tours. It's not like, like I said, I, I have a full-time job besides this. So when we get to do a tour, maybe we'd, I do like five or 10 in a year. They're really fun and and, and they're really special because, you know, it's not just something we're doing every weekend. So, so right. that, that's been fun for everyone. Yeah, that's very cool. Now, you mentioned architecture and your photography includes a wide variety of styles, but it's definitely fair to say that most of your images uh, revolve around architecture in some way. And now, were you always into buildings as a photography subject, or did architectural photography kind of grow on you because of the abundance of that subject matter in Chicago? Yeah, I think it kind of grew on me. I think that since I, I've been a you know a, a little kid, I've always I've always been the person that's more into straight lines and everything lining up, and you know more that kind of thing than um, than the forest or whatever. I, I don't know if that's an easy thing to explain, but but. Yeah, there's something that's been in me all along. But now that I'm in Chicago and I'm photographing that, it all just kind of fell into place. And when I first started in photography, it was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm shooting, um, I'm photographing children and I'm doing like bird photography and all this other stuff. But it's like, this is one of the greatest cities in the world for shooting architecture. And it's just, you know, everything fell into place from there. Absolutely. Did you ever formally study architecture? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. But it has been fun. I mean, it's one of those things that like, you know, you don't know really anything about it. So to learn, you know, you, any photographer knows that whatever your subject is, you begin to learn about it. And then that all builds, too. So as you learn about some of the architects that have designed these things, and then, uh, you know, now that you understand that your photos are a little bit better because of it and and it all builds. But no, I never really I've never no studied architecture for sure. No, sure. Just just with your eyes, because you definitely have a knack for uh, you know, a great architectural photographer uh, shows off the important parts of the building. You know what I mean? That That's the better architectural photographers like Julia Schulman. Um, you know, his work was great because it highlighted what the architects wanted you to see about the building. You know, you can take a boring picture of an amazing building, but um, as you mentioned, the more you shoot it, and I'm sure the more you look at the things, the more you realize like, oh, this is what makes this building 
in particular special, and this is what I'm going to capture in my pictures. Right. Yeah. And, and we've got an event that uh, I haven't announced, but uh, in it, it goes along with Open House Chicago. So uh, real quick, I'll, I'll mention that. So Open House Chicago, and they do it in a couple other cities around the world, like New York, London, Paris, I think, where they open up a bunch of the buildings that are never open to the public. And so that's something that uh, it's like October 17th and 18th this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I've been doing it for the last three or four years. It's kind of like the biggest event for all the photographers in the city. But uh, for for, for our group, for the Out of Chicago group, we're going to do something the day before, the Friday before that, and we're bringing in some architectural photographers to teach, and we're actually bringing in some architects as well, and uh, and we're going to do kind of a seminar that day before, and then everyone goes out and shoots the city uh, afterwards. So uh, haven't announced that, haven't formalized everything, but uh, it's going to be a cool event. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, if you're in the Chicago area, I would definitely recommend that. Yeah. Um, what made me think of it is that uh, is that we actually are bringing in some of the architects, some of the guys, you know, that are are, um, are up and coming here in Chicago. And they're going to talk about, you know, hey, when we designed this, this is what we were thinking. And uh, this is the part that you want to concentrate on as a photographer. So uh, wow. I'm, I'm excited about that part of it. Yeah. What a great opportunity. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. Now, you did your architecture also send you down the road of high dynamic range photography? <laughs> uh, you know, the two kind of came together hand in hand. Uh, when I was, I mean, I hate to say this part when, uh, you know, people come and talk to me like I know what I'm talking about, but uh, I've only been uh, shooting for maybe six years now. Mm-hmm. And so that was really when HDR photography was first starting. And uh, and I, I got into that right away. I remember trying to do it with my old point and shoot. And when I first got my first DSLR, I'm like, oh, this is great. I can finally actually do it the right way. But that, <laughs> but the first time I went down to Chicago to shoot, because I live out in the suburbs, first time I went down to Chicago to shoot, I'm like, well, I'll do some HDR as well. And it, I mean, it all just came together so perfectly. So it all came together at the same time. Nice. A little perfect storm. Because Exactly. You know, as you know, the, the high dynamic range stuff really lends itself to architecture. Oh, you know, right. There's, yeah. there's so much... Uh, dynamic range from the sky in the background to the what's going on inside the windows and everything else that um that i can i can absolutely see how one would would sort of inform the other and vice versa right and and i've done less of it i think most photographers nowadays you know the people that are like me that it's like they really got into it when the hdr wave was coming is like they they really were doing like all that they were like i am an hdr photographer (laughs) you know what i mean that whole thing i think people have backed off of that and i'm kind of the same way but Uh there are times when man that's that's like the way to go and uh, especially when you're shooting like interiors is what i've found so uh and and chicago's great for that beautiful churches wonderful museums to shoot inside. All those places are fantastic to shoot. I don't know, you might shoot seven or nine uh, different images and, and merge them all together. So, so yeah, the HDR is great, especially for the interiors. Sure, sure. And I think a lot of people uh, realize too, after they're, you know, they're just big gung-ho HDR people, when they start trying to dial it back and make it a little more realistic, they realize that just blending a couple of exposures in Photoshop a lot of times is easier to get a good result than it is to try to go into the HDR and then pull it back to a more realistic thing. That's right. That's right. But I'll tell you that one of my favorite techniques is still to where I will, I'll, I'll go ahead and make a crazy HDR image and then I'll take one of my original exposures and it's those two that I'll blend together. Yes. And I'd love to just start with that flat image 
and then just, you know, make a layer of the other one and basically just paint. I call it painting with HDR and you're just painting the HDR. If you're doing like a cityscape shot, you just paint it into the buildings. You avoid the sky, you avoid like the lake and you just go for the buildings. And man, that can make a huge difference without doing the crazy stuff everywhere else. Yeah, that's a great tip. I, I remember going to see Trey Ratcliffe. Um, he just happened to be giving a talk at B&H. This was several years, right after his HDR book came out. Mm-hmm. And I happened to be in New York, and he was there, and, and I stopped by um, and actually saw um, our mutual friend Rick Salmon while I was there. And I thought, well, I'm going to sit down on this thing that Trey's doing, and I'm going to hear this secret button, you know, how he uses <laughs> photomatics to make these, you know, intense HDR images that he does really easily. And then the answer was, well, you make this, and then you tone map this other image, and then you do this other thing, and then you blend it all in Photoshop, and you, you know, spend like hours with masks. And I was like, oh. It's not okay. All right. Well, then I, you know, because I was doing that, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I, I thought I was just missing the, the cool HDR button, but yeah. Um, and, well, and I have people come. You know, I, I've taught a couple of workshops on HDR, and they're like, okay, so, so what sliders do I move, and how far do I move <laughs> them? And I'm like, I just disappoint them. I'm like, I think I usually use like this preset like 90% of the time, and just go with that. But then it's how it's what you do after that, just like you're saying, how you blend the layers and stuff together afterward. Definitely. Have Have you used uh, Photo Merge in either Photoshop or now uh, Lightroom Six, Lightroom CC? Uh, I have not done it in Lightroom 6 yet. No, I just downloaded it. I haven't tried it. I did it like where it was like the 32-bit photo merge. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep, uh-huh. And, and actually, I do like that. And my favorite thing with HDR is whether it's uh, Photomatics or, uh, you know, the Nick HDR Effects Pro. Uh, I like to try them all and see which one ends up giving me the best results because sometimes it's great for one and terrible for another. And I've yeah. got a few images where I'm like, okay, that looked great on the ceiling, but that looked great for the floor and then merge those two images together. They were HDR from two totally different plugins and put them together. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about um, Lightroom CC because I've been using the um, HDR Pro in Photoshop. And like you said, just creating the 32-bit HDR image and then re-importing it into Lightroom and just using the develop module. And I've found that on most images, sometimes it doesn't work very well, but most images I end up with a lot more photographic, sort of realistic uh, final product that way. Right. And, and now being able to do that just inside of Lightroom is is just a time saver. You know, it's great. Right, right. And the I have used the new... Um panorama feature yeah. and i think that's great as well uh it stitches them together it makes a dng when i read that i was like okay well that's cool i didn't really realize you're putting all these images together but you still have uh, a raw file basically yeah. you can still i mean i was changing the white balance i'm like this is amazing how it still keeps all that uh, information so absolutely so and that's it, exciting too and it does the same with the hdr if you do the photo merge there you'll end up with a i did look and it's only a 16 bit but it's a dng all right. I got to do it. Which is great. I got to do it. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, tell me about your blog, man. You're you're the guy behind uh, Out of Chicago, and it's outofchicago.com, right? It is. Yeah. Um, when did you decide to start doing that? You said you've only been shooting for about six years. So what was the uh, what was the force behind you starting that, blo- that blog in the first place? Man, I don't know. I, I mean, I wanted a place to uh, put together great locations for different people. Uh, there's tons of great photographers in Chicago, and everyone's posting on Facebook and Flickr and Google Plus and all these other places. But I wanted to have one place where people came together and uh, and, and we'd share those locations because sometimes you see great shots. It's like, well, where is that? So the original idea was sharing locations. We did some photo walks in the beginning, and uh, you know that was like in 2011. 
And it started out where I did photo walks and it was like 30 people would sign up and then 15 people would come. And by the end of the walk, there was like me and two other people. And I'm like, well, <laughs> what's going on here? And then I'm like, you know what? I, I, I This is really fun, but I am going to charge a little bit of money for our walk and it's going to be fine. And then when I did that, it was like 15 people signed up, 15 people were there halfway through and 15 people were still there at the end. And so that's kind of <laughs> <laughs> built into, um, you know, that that's how we kind of do it now is uh, is people come on these tours and uh, and we'll do some workshops and stuff. And uh, it's been really fun. And, and I don't know, it went from just a real like social thing to a little bit more of a, an official thing. And even beyond that, where I said, let's all get together and have fun. And uh, we'll have one or two days downtown where we'll we'll kind of shoot together. And it's turned into this big out of Chicago conference. And that's just grown and grown now. Yeah, that's very cool. Well, we'll go ahead and and. Uh and talk about that. Um, so you've got this blog and people start reading it. And I guess from the start, it was it was not just you, but it was other photographers that you know. Is that correct? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just knew all these people. So I wanted to bring on as many people as I could. And and some of it was so that I would learn and and sometimes, you know, just, just to share, um, you know, with everyone. But but I'd say, hey, you know, you know this area, you know, like, say, the University of Chicago, like uh, Matt Frankel is a great Chicago photographer and he was working at the University of Chicago and I knew nothing about it. I said, would you take me there? Would you write a couple articles about it and just share it with the community? And now it's like one of the great places for people to go and shoot in Chicago, uh, whereas before it, w- it wasn't something that people knew. But uh, University of Chicago, the buildings there, you feel like you're, you know, you've gone back somewhere in England. It feels like you're, uh, you know, like in a Harry Potter movie. It's really, sure. it's really cool. Uh, so, so yeah, so I tried to bring in a bunch of my friends and I met new people and they shared the places that they know better than anyone else. Yeah, that's very cool. Okay. I'm going to wait and talk about the expo in a minute, but <laughs> sorry about that. My um, bad. <laughs> how did you end up, uh, how did you end up writing the photographer's guide to Chicago? Was that something that came from, uh, from the blog or was this just another project idea that you had? Yeah, I mean, it definitely was an extension of the blog where it was like, here are the locations that we're putting out. And then I I would get emails from people. They'd see the blog if they were. It was meant to be the original. Originally, the blog was meant to be for people in Chicago. Uh, They're trying to find great places. But of course, anyone that was traveling to Chicago, they wanted to find the great places to shoot. They're only going to be there for a few days. And so I would get these emails and they would say, tell me the great places. Where should I go? I'm going to be here for one night and one morning. Where should I go for the best sunrise? And I would write back these emails that would be, you know, they would take me like 20, 30 minutes to write the email out. And uh, I even say that in the book. I'm like, this is the one giant email to everybody out there that's going to visit <laughs> Chicago. This is everything I know about all the best places to shoot, when to shoot them. Uh, you know, can you use a tripod? Are you going to get kicked out? All those things all in one place. And nice. so that's kind of how it came about. Very cool. And, and did you, I mean, was it already sort of written? Did you just take all the emails that you'd sent and <laughs> put it together? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. It took a lot of time. Uh, it took a lot of research. I tried to put everything in there in terms of like what hours things are open, how much it might cost to go to the museum. Uh, you know, I, I've tried to put all that stuff in there. So no, it took a lot of research to put it together. And uh, I've gotten great feedback on it. I mean, it, it's just an ebook. People are always asking me, give me a signed copy. I'm like, I, maybe I could put on 
on a CD. I don't know, but, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's on Amazon. And I mean, there it, it has like 65 uh, reviews and they're all five stars except for two or three of them. I mean, yeah. people love it. So Yeah, and I, I was just noticing that today. I was going to mention that on Amazon. Everybody's like, this is great. I was going to Chicago. This helped me out so much. That's got to be really gratifying for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really cool. Yeah. And people emailing me like, thank you so much for writing it. And yeah, yeah, it's been really cool. I mean, like I said, I think the the things that make it special are that uh, I know what places you can go to and set up your tripod. I know the places where if you even walk in with a tripod, you'll get kicked out. And I know like where if you're trying to sneak around there, you know, security is going to tell you to leave what you can get away with what you can't. So all that stuff is all in there. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So you've got this popular blog about Chicago. You've got a book. You've got a podcast, too, the Out of, Out of Chicago podcast. Yeah, but- and you are on it. I need to actually post it. I, <laughs> I, my life is just so busy sometimes that, uh, you know, if, if I were you doing your podcast and, uh, and um, you know, Frederick uh, Van Johnson was watching me, I'd probably make sure I had it posted all the time, but I don't have anyone watching me, so it's- so I need to get better at that. Yeah, schedule's good, man. For sure. Yeah, schedule. That's an idea. Never thought of that. Yeah, okay, yeah. schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got all these things going on, but that you're obviously not busy enough because now you're putting together an annual conference, the Out of Chicago Photography Conference. Um, so how did you go from leading photo workshops with local people to having guys like Mike Motes and Julio Shorio and Juan Pons and all these you know huge photographers come in and spend the weekend? Yeah, I, actually, it started with. Uh, with your friend Bob Coates uh, from Panasonic. Yeah. I mean, it started with the Panasonic people. Uh, this year, I think I have like five or six different speakers that are sponsored by Panasonic or by uh, all these other companies. But um, but last year, we just had the one. And uh, and somehow, I, I think it was through Skip Cohen, he said, oh, you should talk to Bob Coates. He'd right. do it. Panasonic will we'll send him out there. And we did it. And it's just grown from there. It was meant to be just a bunch of friends getting together. And, and of the 15 speakers we had last year, I think like... 13 of them were in the city mm-hmm. and uh, and it's just grown and grown so I, I don't know and and people and, and, and it's like I get an email it's like oh this is uh, uh, whoever from Canon we'd like to have a booth at your event I'm like what is going on it's crazy <laughs> so That's so cool, yeah man. yeah it's been really cool and uh, and yeah for sure now uh, we're gonna have um, Rick salmon next year at the 2016 out of Chicago conference so, very cool super I'll, excited I'll, about that I'll look for my invitation in yes the mail, yes so. and I hope that we have um, you too <laughs> yes for sure I so. uh, I didn't realize that uh, that old Bob Coates was the was the first uh, out of towner that you had Bob's great man he's he knows a couple things about Photoshop huh he, oh, yeah. No, he was great last year. So, so he was our, our first. It was actually he and, uh, and Levi Sim. Those were the uh-huh. two guys that came from out of town. Very so, cool. Very cool. So I was, I was cool. talking to Levi about it just uh, about a month ago, as a matter of fact. Yeah. yeah. What a nice guy. Yeah, absolutely. Love him. Super cool. So, well, yeah, that's a conference. I mean, uh, I don't know. We got all these speakers. We have, um, you know, some of these people are sponsored, but we got like Brian Peterson, you know, he wrote Understanding Exposure, Elia Locardi, Travels the World. Well, you know, of course, uh, Valerie Jardin, she's yeah. going to be there as well. But we got Thomas Luther from Switzerland, this great street ph- photographer. Sure. And uh, Marie Lane she's a street photographer from London. And like you said, Julio and Juan Pons, we have like 33 different people speaking. So Yeah. Yeah. Have you, are, do you know uh, Mike Motes? Uh, I do know Mike Motes, yeah. Mike's, Mike's, oh, he's great, man. I, we just uh, got to work together a little bit at the, uh, gosh, where were we? Fort Myers, Florida, a couple of months ago at an event there. He's, what a nice guy, man. 
Yeah, I I called him up when I was, I said, I'm from Detroit. He's from the Detroit area. And last summer when I was there, I I said, hey, Mike, can I have you on my podcast? He goes, well, why don't you come out? I'll show you one of my favorite places to shoot. He and I walked around the whole uh, forest preserve, whatever you want to call it. And uh, we both had a mic on and and I was thinking it was going to be about 20, 30 minutes. We talked for three hours wow. <laughs> and I spent about five hours editing it down. But, <laughs> but that, sure. was, that was the uh, that was a podcast that was so cool. And he shared all his information with us. Super nice guy. Wow. So, yeah, that was a great one on our podcast. Yeah, I'll have to go back and listen to that one for sure. Yeah, no, Very he's cool. great. So super excited to have him at the conference as well. Yeah. So whatever you're into, you can go to Chicago and hang out and you know, take the the classes that you think you're interested in and then go take some classes that you that you're not sure about. You know, go learn about street photography if you're not into that or, you know, hybrid photography or whatever. Uh, what right. a great opportunity, man. Right. I mean, I mean, that was the thing that was so cool last year was that we had, uh, you know, people that all they shoot is like flowers or whatever. That's the only thing. And, uh, you know, they're always out at the Chicago Botanic Garden. And they then they go hear uh, Marie Lagneau and her talk on street photography. And they're just so inspired. They're like, that's it. I don't need to shoot flowers anymore. I'm doing street photography. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So you go and hear the things that you love. But here's some things that uh, are new to you as well. Yeah. And, and the best part about the conference is it's not like out in the suburbs. It is right in the heart of Chicago. And uh, you go out, you learn these things, and then there's the photo walks and the workshops with the instructors where you're going out on the streets and you're actually shooting with them. That sounds great, man. Yeah. So really cool. Awesome. Well, um, I'm going to change things up a little bit. I usually do five questions at the end, and they're usually the same questions about travel. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it up a little bit for you, sort of geared towards Chicago uh, as a destination. So uh, the first two questions is, what's your current photo gear setup and how has that changed in the last year? Oh man, do I have to say... I feel like I should say that I have all Panasonic stuff, but I don't. This is terrible. Oh, uh, no, uh, no, I'm just kidding with you. Uh, <laughs> no, you're, you're the Panasonic guy. So I actually have two different setups. Uh, when I'm shooting, I mostly like to shoot night photography. When I'm shooting night stuff, I shoot um, I shoot Canon. I have a Canon 6D. I have um, you know all the lenses for that. I got like the crazy tilt shift lenses and everything. And uh, but I also have a mirrorless uh, Olympus camera, and uh, I use that to do street photography. And I use it when I want to travel light and not look like I'm a pro- professional photographer. And uh, and so I use the two together. Cool. And, and that's I think that's a good tip. So more and more people are getting around to that. You know, kind of like we talked about with HDR. Everybody's like, oh, I've got to do this. I'm going to switch to this. And there's been so much you know, back and forth the last couple of years about, well, I'm, I'm moving to mirrorless or I'm not going to do this or whatever. And, and the truth is different tools do different things. And, and, um, you know, the, I think the, the important thing is to get the tool that allows you to make the work that you are trying to make. Right. And and the way that I see it is that two things are completely complementary. I mean, when I'm shooting with my big DSLR, I'm I'm on manual. I'm using a tripod. I'm taking my time. It's like 20 second exposures at night. And when I'm shooting with my mirrorless camera, it's totally different. I've gotten to the point now where I just shoot it on program mode almost the whole time and I put it on like auto ISO. So that's for those street photography moments to capture something, you know, that fleeting moment. Uh, And so they're meant for two totally different things. Sure. Sure. Good tip, man. Um, so this is, I know this is going to be a tough one, but if there was one spot, if somebody's, you know, somebody sends you that email and they say, Hey, I'm visiting Chicago. What's the one place that I can't miss shooting? 
What is it? Uh, it's tough. I mean, if you want to get the quintessential shot, it's to go out by Adler Planetarium. That's the skyline shot. If there was one place that you were going to wander around for, uh, you know, an hour or two, it's probably around the Chicago River Walk. If you were going to be there in the evening, because there's so many great buildings, you got the river, you've got the bridges people walking through. Uh, so I think it's the river walk, but if you want, if you're the person, uh, like, uh, I don't know if you know, Jimmy McIntyre, he came here a couple of years ago. He travels the world as well. And, uh, and he came here a couple of years ago and I took him to like 15, 20 different places and it was great. And he said, you know, Chris, I just want to get one great shot. That's it. And so we <laughs> went to Adler planetarium and that was his one great shot was of the skyline from, uh, out on the Adler planetarium. So if you're just looking for one great shot, that's it. If you want to get a bunch of them in a couple hours, yeah. it's all around the Chicago river walk. Okay. Okay. So throw out the typical shot. What's your favorite place to shoot? My favorite place to shoot, oh, geez. Well, my favorite place to shoot is to go, and this is kind of typical, but to go down in the loop. So the loop is where the L goes around, the elevated train goes around. It's the business district. My favorite part about it is not one shot in particular, but the fact that every time you turn a corner, you're going to see different buildings. You're going to see something totally different. It's also the best place for uh, shooting street photography. So uh, there's just so much there, whether it's uh, some of the art that's around there or just the huge buildings, you know, the Sears Tower, Willis Tower, whatever. Uh, all of that, it's all in one location and it's all very walkable. So nice. so that's kind of my favorite. Great. Good tip. Is there, a, is there a spot in Chicago that you know of that you want to go shoot, but for some reason you haven't? Ooh, well, there's one place I've been trying to get into. It's called the Elks Memorial. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, uh, it just has weird hours. Like it's only, it's not open during the winter. It's only open for like five or six months. Uh, and it's only open for like three or four hours every day. Uh, but I have seen some great photos from inside of there and it's kind of like the perfect place to go do some HDR photography, but that's, uh, just North of downtown, uh, along Lakeshore drive. And, uh, yeah, that's one thing I want to, uh, I want to do. Uh, there's tons of places I want to get into too, that, you know, get on the rooftop of this that uh, I don't know if I'll ever get in, but uh, uh-huh. that's one that's on my list of places I want to go to. I'm trying to do a second book. The first one was my 100 favorite places. So the second one will be another 100, another 50. I don't know, wow. something like that. So, sure. so that, that Elks Memorial will be one of those. Nice. Nice. Well, maybe you just take the book with you and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm an author and I need to get on, I need to get on your roof so <laughs> I can right. talk about Here's this. Here's my iPad here, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> look at this. Yeah. I don't have a hard copy. I don't have a uh, hard cover with me, but exactly. Yeah. This is an Here's example. This. Yeah. Of nice. course. Very cool. Well, Chris, thanks a lot for being on the show, man. That was, that was a lot of great information uh, for people that might be visiting Chicago. And uh, I know you had something that you wanted to, uh, to offer to our listeners for the, the out of Chicago conference. That's right. I'd love to have as many of them as uh, you know can make it. So uh, we're going to offer $100 off the conference. And uh, that's uh, the offer code for that is just TWIP, T-W-I-P. So uh, yeah, hopefully you guys can make it. You go to outofchicago.com slash conference and, uh, and you sign up right there. You see all the presenters and all the different classes you have to pick from. That's awesome, man. I really appreciate that, Chris. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have you on the show. Hopefully next time I interview you, I'll be in Chicago. That's or, right. Or, next year. All uh, right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And You're I'll coming. talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Rob. Okay, man. All right. Bye-bye. Now, if you like what you hear on your itinerary, please tell all your friends about it and stop by iTunes and leave us some positive feedback. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Your Itinerary. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. You've been listening to Your Itinerary with Rob Knight. 
Head over to thisweekinphoto.com to check out the other TWIP shows and get on our mailing list. Become a TWIP member to get exclusive benefits and member pricing on TWIP products and workshops. Start planning your next adventure, and we'll see you next week on Your Itinerary for travel and photography.